hate the way you never show your face Fabricating stories in your brain The J-Love is a drug, but I'm not feeling it Please don't touch my hair, who got a bobby pin? I just quit my job, it's more important yet You think I'm the one, I'm so naughty boy so She got a tight butt, yeah, I'm a hypocrite I don't think my mama wants to listen when I'm rapping about Welcome back, guys, to Canadian Tea Season 4, Episode 3 with Blake Matthews. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hi, Isabel. What's up, Carrie? Thank you guys for having me. My Thank name you. is Blake. <laughs> you want to give a little intro to yeah. you know, who you are, what you do, for those who don't know of you yet? Sure, sure. Yeah, so my name is Blake Matthews. Um, I live in Phoenix, Arizona in the USA. I am a recording artist, a uh, record producer, and just really I'm a human when it comes down to it. Um, one of my core values is inspiration, because when you, when you look at the etymology of the word inspiration, it actually breaks down to divine guidance. The Greek etymology traces back to divine guidance or to be in spirit, to be inspired. So I tend to lean more towards inspiration when it comes to like identity even because I think that inspiration like actually leads us to discovering more about who we are as people and in my case as an artist and a producer so I'm Blake um and yeah I'm I'm excited to be here with you guys we're excited to have you (laughs) no worries so yeah um I kind of got introduced to you um, through kind of like the Nashville scene and we have some mutual friends um, Eddie and like the dudes with paid vacay um, and so I we were just curious when did you move to Nashville and like what made you go there specifically I moved to Nashville Tennessee uh, the fall of 2014 Um, I attended uh, school out there, college. I actually studied uh, general business and entertainment with a focus in uh, audio production. So that was my motivation for moving to Nashville was to pursue, um, you know, training and um, just to get experience in the music industry to launch myself into a new place, you know. Um, the best things have come for me through challenging myself to move to new places or try new things. So that's, that's why I went. Um, and I found so much more. So yeah, I moved in 2014, um, lived out in Nashville, Tennessee for about five years. Um, and in those five years, um, I spent most of my time, um, you know, meeting other songwriters and developing my craft as a songwriter. Nashville is just an amazing place for doing that type of thing. There's a lot of great, you know, writers out there. Um, hosted events. Um, I love giving other artists the chance to share their work. Um, I think sharing our voice and having a platform to do that is really important. So I did a lot of event production out in Nashville. Um, and then, yeah, upon graduating college and just kind of looking for what the next step was for me, I returned back to Phoenix, Arizona. So that's where I'm currently based in my home studio here in Phoenix. That's cool. 
love to hear that. Yeah, I've heard we've heard amazing things, you know, about Nashville. And uh, I definitely, you know, was trying to get out there. COVID happened. And but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But, you know, it'll happen when it's supposed to. Right. So yeah. what's meant to be will be. Yes. Um, okay, Sarah, Sarah. For sure. For sure. Uh, so, yeah, you also um, I just, you know, kind of also being introduced you know we kind of got acquainted through like poetry and like other forms of art and painting which is super awesome and you're not only an artist but a producer and you're influenced by like I would say an array of music like um so we wanted to know um what five records you couldn't live without mm, wow it's so generous of you to give me five usually <laughs> I'm, you say you're on a deserted island and you have yeah. to listen to one song for the rest of your life no. one song um but so thank you yeah um okay so the first song actually goes back to my roots the first song that i just couldn't live without is called sunshine by a hip-hop group called atmosphere and it's really the premise of the song is about this guy that has a hangover and he's just waking up and like stumbling outside, you know, realizing that life is actually really beautiful, even though he feels terrible. Um, and it's, yeah, it just was kind of like a staple for me throughout my youth as I started to discover hip hop as a young teenager. So Sunshine by Atmosphere. The second song. Hmm. It's always people get stumped on sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm trying to think. It's like I I don't even want to like I don't want to go look at my Spotify library because I feel like there's like sunshine I pulled yeah. from an era like before we were even listening on streaming services, you know, like that was when I had like on my iPad. So I'm like thinking back to the really important songs to me like that rather than and then I'll throw one or two in from like modern era, but um, actually, do you guys do you guys know the band the 1975? Have you listened? To of them? course, Bella knows I love them so much. Yes, yeah, she does. Yeah, I have their vinyls as well. Ah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. amazing! Yeah, Maddie is everything. Oh um, yeah, for sure. I saw them twice. I saw the first time I saw them was 2014, um, and he like tried. It was like a smaller venue, and he was just like smoking and drinking. And they're like, the city was like, you can't do that in like an indoor venue so like next ah. time you come here you have to be outdoors so that's what they did they literally like did it at a park the next time and I was obviously there and it was at the time of my life um I love them so much yeah sorry <laughs> oh no thank you yo at the bow thank shout yeah. out island um, yes! yo um I actually funny enough also saw them outside in an amphitheater okay uh, I think that was maybe just their thing once they yeah. were starting to go through this type of thing. I'm sure they like yeah. the outside anyway. They're just those types of like yeah. free spirits, you know? Yeah. Um, so they had a song from, um, you know what? Actually, funny enough, it's not of the 1975 song. I meant to say yeah. Phoenix. Do you guys know the band? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. And they're like classic song, like Listomania. Okay. Okay, so that that song I loaded onto my iPod um, when I traveled overseas to Israel, actually, wow. in this was like 2012 or something like I was a youngster. I think I must have been seventh or eighth grade at this point. Um, but 
somehow actually this is very ironic considering like the whole what song if you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life da 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 like i got stuck on my trip having only loaded that one song onto my ipod list the listomania song and i didn't have a computer or anything like i just you know i went overseas all i brought was my ipod and my charger so i only had the song phoenix by listomania for i mean it it was like a month trip i think i was there for like yeah i was there for like 3 or 4 weeks so and that was me and my sister's sort of song at this one point like we just loved jamming to that song so i was stuck with it in israel and it wasn't so bad like i actually didn't get sick of it and i still don't um so listomania if you can't tell i love to talk so oh you do you also <laughs> just i do love that song but i love the album that it's on as well like wolfgang Amadeus, great album but i i think phoenix is like discography is super cool but that's what's yeah. up yeah. I, I love that you love that album and i'd also like to comment on the cover art the album art of that album. Yeah. i love like the pastel kind of pinks and Honestly, I, I want to pull it up right now just so I can comment on it a little bit more. But yeah. <laughs> um, if I remember properly, there's some sort of a like rocket being launched on it. or so, I feel like it's a drawing. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like the red and blue ones. Um, but okay, I, I think know. they always have like um, interesting like covers, like even like the cover art for Bankrupt. It's like a peach. Oh, I'm trying um, to remember which I'm trying to remember which one that is, but I trust I take your word for it. Yeah, like yeah. they totally they totally I just they conceptualize their covers. You yeah. can tell there's intention behind it. For sure. Um, and I, uh, so, OK, um, the third song. Let's see. Um, would be I think it would be Satisfaction by Mick Jagger. OK, classic yeah absolutely um i'm not gonna say too much about that one other than my my pops is like a big jagger and stones fan and i totally feel like i just channel like mitch jagger in various moments of my life like i almost feel like his spirit's in me even though he's still alive like that's weird no, that's fair. um same with freddie mercury like i love yeah. freddie mercury i'm i'm yeah. not gonna throw a song of his on here but i i love those guys um <laughs> Okay, and then so satisfaction. So now I'm gonna go like somewhat recent and modern um, with MGK. Probably the song "Drunk Face" off of Tickets to My Downfall. Okay. Um, yeah, he that song. While it probably isn't the best thing for me as far as my self control and me working on recovery and addiction, because that song is fairly enabling. Right. Honestly, a lot of MGK's music, I love it. And he's one of my top three favorite artists. Um, but it definitely like triggers and stimulates some of my shadows that, you know, I'm working on. I'm working to be more, uh, more of a healthy person that like, you know, honestly is living clean um, from drugs and alcohol in a, in a reasonable way. Like sometimes I may have a glass of wine, even though that's not really my thing. Um, but as an artist, that's like in the scene, I'm surrounded by, you know, people that are altering their minds and bodies, you know, um, with drugs and alcohol. And it's like a fairly common thing in our society. So 
I guess I'm, I don't know how I went down this rabbit hole, but I will say that drunk face by MGK, it goes, um, he goes, I'm still young, wasted my youth. I'll grow up next summer. I'm back on those drugs. I quit. I kept my dealer's number. I'm still young. So he just is. It's like an anthem that came out during summer. And it, he just says, I'm back on those drugs. Like I kept my dealer's number like and it's just but it's just one of my favorite songs. So I just I have to practice like mindfulness and self-control and remembering that art is actually a tool and it's like a blessing that we have to be able to channel our urges and our desires and like the things that maybe are vices for me like I tend to try to channel those things into my art so that they don't like control my life you know I think it's about becoming aware of those unconscious like urges that we're having and making them more conscious so that we can you know, get it out of our system, literally. Um, so that's what that song is for me. It kind of helps me get some of that angsty punk um, addict <laughs> energy out. Uh, so that song, Drunk by MGK. And then my number one, hmm. hmm. Um, yeah, I wanted to also just like comment on the, whole like recovery and every, like I, I, I too like um, think that like MGK stuff can be like you know triggering I also love Youngblood his stuff is just very honest love that energy though and like out al- the album weird for me was like kind of life-changing like I preach that album all the time like I just love it like I, I'm I want a tattoo like dedicated to that album it's like I don't know um so <laughs> But like it's I think that's what makes like good like punk rock slash like, you know, rock in like in general. I think that's what they can just they're just anthems for people that just want to like cry out loud and it's just like healthy. So. um, Yeah. And please continue. I'm I'm listening. I love loving this. Oh, no worries. Um, So yeah, you're just I feel like you do so much and like, with your music, it's like very woke and like, obviously, like, um, I love the song what they don't know. Want to use that for my short film. Um, As the credit song, like we spoke about a while back, and you also um, work with Judy Stone. um, And y'all have a the band Vampire Citizen. And so we wanted to know, how did you guys meet and how was that band kind of conceptualized? The group, I guess. Sure. So Juju Stone and I met um, (laughs) young, actually. We met when we were teenagers through, I think it was through a summer camp slash through our mutual friend, Blue Nose. Uh, We... We're not friends as kids. Like we were not friends at all. We like barely knew of each other. Okay. I don't know. We're just kind of in the same, some of the same groups. Um, and then years later, when I was living in Australia, um, this was 2017. Juju Stone happened to be in Australia at the same time as me. He was visiting some of his relatives who live overseas there. 
and blue nose set us up he was like you guys need to get together um da, da, da. and so we met uh we ended up writing a song actually the first time that we really hung out we wrote a song um i'm trying to remember it's like part of it went part of it went um i might be going insane but that's okay because saying and insane are the same damn thing i might be going insane but that's okay because saying and insane are the same damn thing so it was yeah but he had a really amazing i don't know we just found some chemistry there you know in the first time we ever met and that was in australia so um, after that, we actually didn't see each other or talk very much, honestly, funny enough, for like two or three years. We kind of went and did our own thing. I was still living in Nashville. Um, we talked occasionally when he like would reach out to collaborate, like he wanted to feature me on Feel This um, with Wade Coda and um, Blue Nose was on that song as well. His sister sang on it. That song was like an amazing song that ended up bringing a lot of us together around all various different parts of the country. Um, Feel This, I think he made in 20, he reached out to me in 2019 when I was still living in Nashville. And I actually laid my verse and did some of the production like when I was still living out there. So anyway, that was kind of the next step. Um, so we met in Australia, then we collaborated on Feel This, which is on all the streaming platforms. Um, and then upon me returning to Phoenix, we were now in the same city for the first time in years. And we started chilling in the friend group with Blue Nose. And then we actually ended up moving into the same house together. Um, we decided that like our, we had a little songwriting partnership going. We started writing on a more structured basis. Um, trying it out to see if it was something that would really work for us. Um, so then we ended up moving into the same house together and vampire citizen was, was conceived in that house. It was in Scottsdale, Arizona in July of um, 2020. We put our first record out um, first single. I should say we're still, we're still working on the first record that that has not come out, but vampire citizen started as a song. Like everything starts as a seed and the concept of Vampire Citizen began with a song. And eventually I realized that that Vampire Citizen meant too much to me. The idea and the concept for the song, it meant a lot. And I felt like there was more to be discovered there than just like the one song that was written, you know, um, the vampire is the part of us that we tend to hide. Um, you know, we just, we've suppressed our expression in that area, um, typically, you know, through the influence or direction of other people in our lives who have told us no. Um, so the vampire is that part of ourselves. The citizen is the part of us that's challenged to show up in the world and to fit in and make something of ourselves. Um, so the band and the concept of it is really motivated by, you know, encouraging the vampire to step out into the sunshine, even though it's kind of like, you know, that's what kills the vampire, but that's how we transform ourselves. So the Vampire Citizen um, brand, Juju and I came together and decided that was something we wanted to do. And um, yeah, ever since I've now, I'm now a part of a new project. It's, it's interesting having multiple projects on your plate, but it's just something that Juju and I are trying to keep open as an outlet for us and anyone that we, you know, meet that maybe would be a good fit for channeling themselves in Vampire Citizen as well. 
it's very cool so yeah for sure I feel like there's just like I don't know the you kind of dip your toes on a lot of things which is like super awesome you know you have music with you know with Juju and then with Blue obviously you guys are you know like quite close friends and also like an artist that I also got introduced uh, was Janae the artist she's super awesome um I mean it is Wednesday so shout out on Wednesday we're pink yeah yeah um <laughs> and yeah I just get it oh yeah for sure um but getting into like just working with um other artists I guess like um yeah do you want me to ask yeah no you go you go <laughs> yeah okay so if you could collab with anyone alive or dead who would it be and why mm, good question mm. yeah it's a hard one for sure a little yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm gonna say the same thing that Bluno said if I I'm like having a vague memory of him did he answer Travis Barker to this yeah question? he did he did <laughs> okay, so I'm actually I think I'm on the same energy mm-hmm. that. Um, I think it would make a great like three-way collab I think we've always imagined like you know when we collaborate with someone like Travis Barker like we're gonna be in the same room as as each other um, but honestly, actually, on a, on a, you know, not a more real level, but on a secondary level, like, I would love to collaborate with um, these couple guys that we met out in LA. Um, one of them is named um, Drew, Drew DeCaro. He spells his name D-R-U, though. It's like super dope. Uh, but he goes by. Fal- yeah, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so Drew DeCaro, um, he goes by Falconry. And he recently played on MGK's Tickets to My Downfall album. Um, it was obviously one of my favorite albums of the summer. Um, and, and yeah, so we actually, Juju and I went to LA for, uh, we went to meet up with our friend Pink Slip um, and just chill and write some songs and whatever. And we pulled up to our Airbnb and these this guy was standing outside of this really tall looking glass door that had like super big windows, but they were like frosted, I think, like where you can't really see through them. It looks like frosted glass, but there was lights and you could see like shadows of palm trees, like on the bat, like through the window. And I don't know, it was such a vibe. And this is just directly at the the spot that we pulled up for our Airbnb, which our Airbnb is this like rickety, like motel that is like attached to the bottom level of this place that this guy's standing out that just like, it looked like a palace from the outside, but you couldn't really see inside. And then the motel you can imagine is like attached to the same thing. So it's like a paradox here. Um, We're starting to bring some of our stuff up and then we just start chatting with the guy. His name's Adam. Um, He goes by Snake. And he ended up inviting um, us inside. Juju checked it out. I actually ended up going out upstairs and I didn't, I didn't check it out at that point. But the next day we were just skating back to the place and we pulled up and Snake was outside again. This was the following day and he was outside with Drew. 
And so we just met like we, you know, Juju and I sent Drew um, crazy times in California because that had just come out um, the first Vampire Citizen single. And like we just felt like and honestly, I still do feel like collaborating with Drew specifically for Vampire Citizen um, would breed like a really amazing song that would like help us and a lot of other people because Drew's already kind of like. He's so versatile. He plays guitar and just is a great writer from everything I've seen and heard from him. Um, but he had just played on MGK's album. And I love that kind of punk energy that we're doing with, with Vampire Citizen when we want to. So, yeah, I would say he's he's my guy. I would love to collab with Falconry. I'm shouting that out right here. So, yeah, Falconry, the balls in your court, my G. Like Matthews in Phoenix, let me know. <laughs> yes, say it. Speak it into existence. And I was literally about to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, um, I know it's like not your artist name or like um, you don't use it that much anymore. But um, when you, I remember watching, um, what's it called? Like the, like, I don't even, it was like the video behind the scenes for like first day for Eddie, um, Eddie Island song, you were in the video. Anyways, I got introduced to you and you're, you went by Humble Savage. <laughs> and so I wanted to know where that came from. Sure, sure, man. You yeah. really are an OG real one. Can you still win it? <laughs> yes, we can. Hey, I don't know. Like I just met a bunch of cool people. So <laughs> I like to know like facts and like behind the I don't know. It's history. That's what's yeah. up. I appreciate you bringing it up. So Humble Savage uh is an alias of mine. Um I have many personalities that all seem to be hanging from the ceiling like fucking monkeys, pardon my French. Um, and they they all show up at various times whenever they want to or whenever they need to be heard. You know, we say everyone needs yeah. to be heard. Um, Humble Savage is, he's the full, the fullest, wholest, like, expression of me. He is my guide. Like, if you talk about, uh, you know, the the narrative of a hero like the hero's journey you know like we're all the hero of our own journey and we're you know we're being faced with obstacles and trials and tribulations and our goal is to triumph and to you know win in our lives so um humble savage is the guide to my hero like every great hero has a guide they meet yoda you know what i'm saying humble savage is the equivalent to yoda I was saying Blake Matthews is Luke Skywalker. Humble Savage is Yoda. So these are two different parts of me. And Blake is kind of like, you know, the misfit in me that's finding his way. And Humble Savage is my higher self. He's the part of me that, you know, is teaching me to be humble when appropriate, but savage when necessary. That's an amazing answer. Very. Yeah, I love that. So profound. But like, I don't know. I just feel like, very much like you're you're very much a, a talented writer just like a wordsmith you know if you will I feel like which is great um but yeah talking about you know your different sides of your artistry and your songs um what would you say is your favorite um song that you've released or produced so far and why wow great question 
I'm looking at this huge whiteboard full of songs I haven't released. Okay, okay. Uh, um, so, uh, man, that's such a hard question. Um, my favorite song that I've released is probably actually it's called Block Party. It's a vampire oh, okay. song that was we recently put out. Um, that song was kind of made in celebration um, for a big, you know, like milestone in my life. Um, there's a part of the song that's actually unreleased. It's like, I think I'm going to put it on a deluxe version or something. It's like a 15 to 20 second intro to the song. It's more of like a skit. Um, okay. So it just reveals a little bit more about like, the nature and the history of the song and why block party was like so special to me. Um, so yeah, if you haven't heard it, I'm sure you already have, but I still yes. encourage you yes. to bang, bang that song out for anyone who might be watching this, go look up block party by vampire citizen. It's on all streaming platforms. Um, it's just a bop. It's a bop. So, won't regret it. Oh yeah. You won't regret no, it, it is. It's like, it's very, it was very much like, cause uh, I mean, like in Canada, we have like, you know, kind of chilly autumns and like very, very cold um, winters. Okay. And so like, you know, still having, like still having decent weather now, it's like very much like, you know, summer energy for us. So it was a great, um, great track to like, just like, you know, board down the street or scooter or whatever, mm. hang out. Mm -hmm. um, I'm into Vespas now, it's like very European, but like, I'm obsessed with Vespas. <laughs> um like my new I don't know I don't know uh, even though I like not I got knocked out cold but I I survived and I still am obsessed with like buying a Vespa even though like I can't ride it six months of the year it's okay like I'll I'll figure it out um <laughs> but yeah um super dope song for real for real um getting into getting back to your um you know, advocating for, you know, mental illnesses, mental health, healing. Um, how does your music help with your healing and recovery journey? And what do you kind of want people to like get from that, from your work, I guess? Hmm. Music and art and, you know, whether even if it's photography or poetry, you know, um, all of the forms of expression that we participate in, um, I think are an opportunity for what I call sublimation. And sublimation is just the, the process of channeling something that we're experiencing internally and transmuting that energy, transforming it and, and channeling it into something that lives outside of us. Um, so in my case, a lot of the times I'm, I'm sublimating and I'm transforming my you know, addiction and my, you know, my experience of depression or anxiety, you know, I'm writing about that and I'm trying to just push my emotions into the music so that um, those emotions have a place to live um, outside of my own heart. Um, so we're not neglecting our emotions. You know, art, I think, is a, is a tool for us to be able to, to face our emotions and to grow through our emotions through feeling them. Um, so I hope that I hope that you guys and anyone who listens to my work um, can 
we'll feel something and we'll, we'll relate to and identify with some of the, the struggles that I'm facing. Um, I try to be as open and honest as I can about, you know, facing depression. And that's something I've struggled with for a long time. And if you listen to my music, I talk a lot about like, you know, being on and off meds, various meds that doctors have prescribed me over the years and trying to figure out like what the proper, you know, common like prescription is to get my mental health right. And there's a lot of people in my community that um, champion, you know, natural medicine and more of like an herbal approach to um, managing mental health. There's a lot of people that encourage the pharmaceutical route. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, the music is just a natural um, medicine honestly. So I hope people will see my music and just music in general and art as a natural medicine that they can use to heal um, as well. And anyways, additionally, I hope to inspire people to recover um, because recovery is not about um, sobriety. Recovery is not sobriety. Recovery is more than uh, that. Recovery, if you just look at the definition of the word, is returning to a whole and healthy state of mind and body. Who wouldn't want that? I want that for everyone. So um, yeah, I hope my music inspires people to recover from whatever it is that they're healing from. I mean, yeah, you could only hope, right? I, I think that like, that's for me, that's what art does. It just like like music or a painting or like poetry or like just any form. It's like literally like it's it's such a large part of who I am, and I know like so many others. It's like if I didn't have art, it's like, damn, like what would I be up to, you know? Um, Honestly, so and that's one of the beauties of songwriting too, and just like even just like spoken word poetry um, or like journaling like simple people are like, oh, I can't write a song. Like journaling is just, there's so many, like, like you said, like what are the remedies, quote unquote, like medication or not, like you go see a naturopath or like, I just think like, yeah, sobriety, um, you know, could be a huge part in that, but it's not even just that. It's like, you can be like sober and still be like struggling immensely, you know? So mm. it's a part of it, um, but like, also, I feel like people have different definitions, you know, of what I was just reading, like, I don't you know, something on Instagram, like people's definition of what sober means, because like, you know, some people it's like, oh, you know, I was addicted to, let's say, like heroin, but I still smoke like cigarettes or like drink alcohol. So it's like sober from one thing is that ultimately sober, but it's a different definition for someone who's like completely clean. Um so anyways, that being said, um, we want to like, first of all, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule. And being on the and show. Super awesome. <laughs> been wanting to have you for a while. You know, we've been bumping to your tunes. We've been like, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, as they say, with like regards to your um, music and everything. And like, I don't know, you just like post very insightful things on social media. So keep tabs with that. I remember like, the first time I kind of got, I was getting into more like spirituality. This was like a couple years back. And like, you had posted something like, it was an event, like a, I think it was like just an outdoor event in like Nashville. Um, 
a couple years ago, like I said, and you were like, oh, just appreciating the moon or something like that. Mm. And I was like, that's so interesting. Like, who is this person? You know <laughs> what I mean? I saw like I had, we were in a group chat. It was like the, I don't know, group chat with Eddie and like, like the some fans like it was just like an island time group chat thing like briefly and that's how I kind of got to know you and then that whole thing and it was super interesting and then like the poetry exchange that we had just a love you know just a lovely human um so thank you for being you thank you what an amazing amazing statement I just want to acknowledge that first poem that I ever received from you I think I was sitting like in my car in a parking lot at like yeah, literally exactly. at like 5:30 a.m. like getting ready to go into my job at Sherwin Williams and <laughs> yeah it like blew me away dude it was like it it was definitely a piece on mental health and more you know like inspired by that like that's just case A like right there um of you 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 know like partnering with poetry to like work through like some of the emotions and visions and like feelings that you felt um and yeah I won't get too far into the weeds as far as the specifics of the poem but I know it's all good like it was very um step into traffic right yeah it was it was literally based on my um mental illness and like struggling with like suicidal depression and like Mm -hmm. that like imagery was literally like just like a moment in time of my life, like just captured in like a poem. Have I read this one? Yeah, you definitely have. It's in my book, uh, the you uh, die with the same eyes you had when you were alive book there with like, oh yeah, okay. With all the poetry and prose, you definitely, I wrote it like several years ago, yeah. I had just (laughs) written it like maybe a couple weeks before I'd sent it to you, Blake. It was very fresh. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, thank you so much for, you know. Taking re- your time. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we will definitely speak soon. But yeah, have a great rest of your evening. Mm, thanks. You guys too. Stay thank warm. Yeah. <laughs> Bye now. Bye.